As we read these Old Testament examples, we are admonished, says the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. Paul said all these things happened to them to instruct us. The taking of the land which the children of Israel were given by God is symbolic of what God expects us to do after we become Christians when it comes to taking our space, our land. They had to go in and kill the people. We don't kill anyone, of course, but what we do is we tear down their gods, the false gods. We kill the false gods by sharing the word of God with the unbelievers. We tear down their altars. We render their gods to be as powerless as they really are. And we exalt our God, the creator of heaven and earth, as we kill those false gods. Often I have had people bring me false doctrine. And with one woman, who was a Catholic woman, I would usually say to her, now, I live by the Bible, and what you just stated is not in the Bible. Killing her false God from her false church. See, that's our taking of the land. But now God is going to describe it in Numbers 33 in a very visual way. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plain of Moab by Jordan. They're getting ready to go in to take the lands. And to take the land, they have to take the land away from the people who currently live in the land, whom God has deemed evil and wants destroyed. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, when you are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their pictures and destroy all their molten images and quite pluck down all their high places where they worship false gods and where they worship themselves. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein, for I have given you this land to possess it. And ye shall divide the land by lot for an inheritance among your families, and to the more ye shall give more inheritance, and to the fewer you shall give less inheritance. Every man's inheritance shall be in the place where his lot falleth. According to the tribes of your fathers shall ye inherit. 
Verse 55 is very important. But if ye will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides and shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. So where's the parallel in the New Testament? Second Corinthians 6. Be not ye unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. They drove out the people, killed many of the people, by the commandment of the Lord, and took their land. We take our land in the New Testament church by speaking the word of God. When they bring us a false doctrine, we say, I live by the Bible. I live by the New Testament Bible and the laws of God presented in the New Testament Bible. And what you have said to me is not in the New Testament Bible. Killing their false gods, tearing down their altars where they praise their false gods by doing something that is false. It's very clear to me that this parallel is between us of the New Testament taking our land and the Old Testament. We can't live with unbelievers, except in the case if you're married to an unbeliever. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7, if you're married to an unbeliever who is content to dwell with you, don't put him or her away. But if the unbeliever departs from you, not happy because you're a believer, let him depart. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases. You can read that for yourself 
and study it and think on it. That's in 1 Corinthians 7. But why would you want to be with unbelievers, with infidels? And that's what Paul is saying to us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. When I was born again, I was completely changed. I no longer wanted to be around the people that I'd been around when I was an unbeliever. I wanted to be around the people of God. I wanted to go to church. I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to be around people where we talked about God and the Bible. I no longer wanted to be around the other people. So consider these examples. They will be thorns in your side. They will totally vex you all the time with their words. So this is the parallel between driving out the people who lived in the land which God had given to his children. It's a parallel between the Old Testament and New Testament Except we don't do harm to anybody. We don't do physical harm. We simply tear down their false gods and either they will become a believer or they won't want anything to do with you and they'll leave you. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today. <laughs>